Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 50 miles per hour into the evening, followed by temperatures tumbling. We're into the 30s downtown, even some 20s in the burbs. Tomorrow, rebounding near 50, still breezy and cool with sun. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandergraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 61 in National Harbor. We have 58 in Tysons and 60 here at WTOP. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Doman. Coming up, what's to become of RFK Stadium? Congress weighs in. I'm Dick Iuliano. After an intense meeting with congressional leaders, there's new optimism to avoid a partial government shutdown. Senator Mark Warner of Virginia joins us live at 815. The federal case against a man charged with threatening a mass shooting at a local church. I'm Neil Oig. The Black Girls Rock Fest returns to the Kennedy Center for a series of pop-up events. I'm Jason Fraley. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Wildfires are sweeping the Texas panhandle, triggering evacuations, cutting power to thousands. Kathy Banuelos' home in the city of Canadian burned to the ground. We've had other fire threats and this one got us. Correspondent Omar Villafranca is in Irving. Wind has fueled wildfires that have burned hundreds of thousands of acres here in Texas. In fact, one of the country's main nuclear weapons facilities had to pause their operations because of that fire threat. The flames stretch into western Oklahoma, where more than 30,000 acres have burned so far. Severe storms have brought hail and tornadoes to parts of the Midwest. This man's daughter has damage to her home north of Chicago. I said get away from the windows and she went in the closet. Part of her kitchen ceiling collapsed, but thankfully she's unscathed. The temperature there got up to 70 degrees yesterday. High for today is 59. Tens of thousands of voters in Michigan chose uncommitted in yesterday's primary instead of opting for President Biden. The mayor of Dearborn, Abdullah Hamoud, tells CBS's Ed O'Keefe Arab Americans are upset over the way he's dealing with the war in Gaza. There's still a sense of betrayal amongst many residents and constituents across Dearborn and broadly speaking across Michigan. So for you, voting uncommitted today doesn't necessarily mean voting against the president in November? I think for me, voting uncommitted is sending a message of we're trying to hold our elected official accountable. Mr. Biden still won. Donald Trump beat Nikki Haley handily in the GOP race. Governor Gavin Newsom says officials in California confiscate about 62,000 pounds of fentanyl smuggled into the state last year, enough to potentially kill the global population twice over. His spokesman says Alexei Navalny's funeral will be held Friday in Russia. Correspondent Cammy McCormick says his widow spoke to the European Parliament this morning. Yulia Navalnaya was greeted warmly. She warned European lawmakers Vladimir Putin is not a politician, but what she called a bloody monster. She also said her husband's funeral in southeast Moscow could be interrupted. I'm not sure yet whether it will be peaceful or whether the police will arrest those who have come to say goodbye. One of California's newer residents has lost a legal challenge in the UK. I'm Vicki Barker in London. A judge here in London has just ruled that Prince Harry was not unfairly stripped of his security detail back in 2020. That's when Britain's Home Office decided that since he's no longer a working royal, he should no longer be automatically granted personal protection on British soil. With Harry's legal challenge now rejected, it appears that decision will stand. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. It's 8.03 here, Wednesday, February the 28th, where it's 59 degrees right now. Highs going up near 70 today with rain and wind. Good morning, I'm John Doman. And I'm Michelle Bash. Our top local story, the weather. We have enjoyed higher temperatures so far this week, but that is about to change. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff tells us what Mother Nature has in store. The rain's more off and on as we get the day started. Warm and a bit breezy, but the most intense weather comes through later this afternoon. We're on alert between 3 and 7 p.m. as a potent cold front crosses the area. That's when we can see those really intense downpours and the winds really starting to pick up. Once that rain crosses the area, the winds will howl, gusting near 50 miles per hour. We have wind advisories up for portions of the metro area through tonight. Yeah, high temperatures could reach near 70 degrees today, but then temps are expected to drop as low as the 30s, and we could see up to an inch of rain. Stay with WTOP, your weather alert station. We'll keep you updated every 10 minutes on the 8s. On Capitol Hill, the House is scheduled to vote today on a bill that would give D.C. a 99-year lease on RFK Stadium site. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports that the measure is a critical step in efforts to bid for the Washington commanders to return to the city. It also proposes multiple other uses of that land. The federal government owns the land that houses the crumbling stadium and its expansive parking lots. The bill would transfer jurisdiction to the district, allowing development for a new stadium, residential and commercial development. Frankly, what I want to see is more residential development. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton co-sponsors the bill, which she says has plenty of bipartisan support. This is going to be a very popular bill here in the Congress. At a time when we're not getting a lot done, this one uh, will loom large. The bill would also require that 30% of the space be used as parks and open space and improved access to the Anacostia River. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Pivoting now from the commander's future to that of the Caps and Wizards, will an offer of additional toll breaks for some Virginia drivers help sell the proposed new arena in Alexandria's Potomac Yard to skeptical state lawmakers? Two sources close to the discussions tell the Richmond Times-Dispatch Governor Glenn Youngkin has privately offered more toll relief to drivers in the Hampton Roads area than what's already included in the state Senate's budget plan. Even if the deal was was accepted and a bill is passed by the Senate. WTOP's Luke Luker tells us there's still a lot of uncertainty surrounding Alexandria. A big skepticism among many of the people here in Alexandria is with financing for Metro and if Metro can handle that Potomac Yard arena. And again, you'd have to go back to the governor and Senator Lucas about Metro funding. So it's all kind of connected. Senate Finance Chair Louise Lucas has opposed the plan to create an authority that would issue bonds to finance the new arena and entertainment district at Potomac Yard. She could not be reached for comment on this development yesterday. We're learning more about what federal prosecutors say was one man's plot to shoot up a megachurch in Prince William County. WTOP's Neil Augenstein says a lot of the evidence comes in the form of social media posts. 
An FBI agent says a series of early morning Instagram posts caught the attention of a woman who'd met Rui Zhang on a dating app. One showed a Bible burning in a frying pan. Another showed a gun pointed at a church. Then photos from a car parked at Park Valley Church in Haymarket. In the captions, Zhang suggested he'd worked for the CIA as a political assassin, which caused him to never know what it was like to be in a romantic relationship and that blood would be on others' hands for what he was about to do. Zhang was arrested at the church that morning. An email to the church on his home computer demanded a refund, saying his life went downhill after joining. Charging documents say Zhang admitted making the post, but denies he ever threatened anyone or anything. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. The U.S. Army is slashing the size of its force by nearly 5%. It's also restructuring to improve its ability to fight the next major war. Recruiting shortfalls have made it impossible to bring in enough soldiers to fill all the jobs, and the changes mainly involve getting rid of already empty posts. They include jobs related to counterinsurgency that swelled during the Iraq and Afghanistan wars but are not needed as much today. About 3,000 of the cuts would come from special operations forces. However, the Army plans to add about 7,500 troops in other critical areas, including air defense and counter-drone units. Coming up now after traffic and weather, is the D.C. area a bad place for journalists? I'm Brendan Hazelton. 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Rita Kessler. Well, we've got a lot of delays throughout the area. Some of them left over from earlier wrecks, like the one on northbound 95 that we're seeing out of Stafford near 630 and Stafford headed past 619 in Triangle. Uh, your travel lanes have been reopened in that area. Some uh, activity still off the road to the left, uh, but not uh, seeing any lanes blocked at the moment. And because a lot of you decided to take Route 1 instead, that is solid from Quantico into Triangle and again trying to come out of Dumfries into Dale City. Now, southbound 95 slows headed toward the Centerport Parkway between the Centerport Parkway and 17. The work is set up in the left lane. If you're in Maryland, westbound I-70 still slows getting up South Mountain after the rest area was a single lane getting by the crash. Southbound 95, uh, the delays are now all the way back to 695 headed toward Route 100. The crash was out of the roadway to the right. All of the activity had been moved out of the travel portion of the roadway. Uh, but there must be still a lot left to look at with that delay sticking around. Getting across the Bay Bridge, there are wind warnings in effect that doesn't carry any vehicle restrictions, but just something to keep in mind. Uh, on the Beltway, we were seeing delays on the interloop from St. Barnabas Road toward the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. The earlier problems that we had along that stretch have all cleared. Uh, outer loop delays are coming from 214, headed toward 450, and again from 95, headed to Georgia Avenue. Interloop slows off of 95, toward Route 1 in College Park. We're also seeing delays on the northbound George Washington Parkway after Spout Run off and on making your way toward the work zone that begins near Fort Marcy. And inside the Beltway on westbound 66 is crawling out of Roslyn trying to head in through Arlington and Falls Church with nothing reported in the roadway. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. To 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. A little bit damp today with some off and on showers and breezes. Not too active until later this afternoon. That's when the potent cold front comes through. 
big winds will start to pick up and heavier rainfall amounts. We're looking at the potential for some downpours and maybe in a few rumbles of thunder. Probably right around the time you're getting out of school or heading home from work, about 3 to 7, that frontal system will cross our area with some intense downpours. Behind that, some really strong winds as well. We have wind advisories in play. Temperatures will tumble tonight through to the 30s. Tomorrow, back to sunshine, breezy and cool near 50. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. We now have 60 degrees outside the WTOP studios. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. And Apple's plans to develop an electric car are apparently headed to the scrapyard. A source familiar with the situation tells Reuters that Apple has quit work on the project that it launched a decade ago. Bloomberg News, which was the first to report the development, says affected employees are getting moved to Apple's artificial intelligence division. The company so far has declined to comment. Where is the best place in the U.S. to be a journalist? Well, it's not around here. At least not according to new rankings from Prism PR, which looked at things like how much journalists make, the cost of living, and the number of threats and assaults they face. D.C. comes in 44th, or 8th worst. While Maryland lands at 41, Virginia is 34th. Kansas ranks as the best state for journalists. California, the worst. That's WTOP's Brennan Hazelton. Coming up on WTOP, as we count down to a possible, par- possible partial government shutdown, there's new optimism of getting a deal done. Virginia Senator Mark Warner joins us live just ahead. It's 812. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Hi, it's Rita Kessler for Navy Federal Credit Union. Ever since the groundhog didn't see its shadow, I've been excited for an early spring. There's nothing better than getting back outside to grill or having people over to hang out on the patio. If your outdoor space could use a refresh, Navy Federal can help with planning how to make that happen. Members can save more and earn more to help fund those big projects. For example, by opening an Easy Start certificate, you'll start building savings quickly for that new space and with a low minimum deposit of $50. Maybe a home equity loan is more your speed. Navy Federal offers options to help you get the funds to finance that project, consolidate high-interest debt, or cover any of life's big and sometimes unexpected expenses. Plus, if you choose a fixed-rate equity loan, you'll pay zero closing costs. That'll save you some money. To learn more about Navy Federal's home equity loans, visit NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, their members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, membership required, terms and conditions apply, loan subject to approval. Attention men and women. If you're experiencing thinning hair and hair loss, this year, grow your hair back at GrowYourHairBack.com. D.C.'s locally owned medical clinic specializing only in hair restoration with proven results. Call 703-763-0118 or GrowYourHairBack.com for your free consultation today. Kellyanne is the owner of Grow Your Hair Back. Tell us what happens when someone comes in for the free consultation. When you leave our clinic, you're going to feel hope. You're going to feel that we listen to you. 
and we will help you grow your hair back. Grow your hair back with their state-of-the-art procedures. The only clinic on the East Coast that has their trademarked PAI multi-unit hair grafting hair transplants. FUE hair transplants and easy 30-minute PRP and laser treatments. Call 703-763-0118. That's 703-763-0118. Or growyourhairback.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 8.15. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Doman. Thanks for being with us here this morning. And with just days to go until a partial government shutdown, a meeting that congressional leaders describe as intense may have laid the groundwork for a possible solution. Security at the southern border, along with funding for Israel and Ukraine, remain the major concerns. And House Republicans have voiced their opposition to some things. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says participants in the meeting told House Speaker Mike Johnson to just get it done. And there's word this morning of new optimism that a deal might get done. Joining us live now with the latest Virginia Senator Mark Warner. Senator, good morning. Thanks for being here. Is it possible that this shutdown can be avoided? It's possible. But I got to tell you, um, if all your listeners are saying, I've heard this program before, um, they got a right to be upset. This is crazy. The federal fiscal year was supposed to start October 1st. We're now virtually at March. Um, Nothing can get passed, it seems, out of the House of Representatives. Uh, The the remarkable thing is the Speaker keeps kowtowing to a series of these far-right members who are never going to vote for the budget in the first place. So the fact that he's only got a two-vote margin means he's going to have to get Democratic votes um, that we've got of the four entities, the House Democrats, the Senate Democrats, the Senate Republicans are all in agreement. And unfortunately, he is um, being held up by a group of e- extreme folks on the end. And those of us in the Washington area, obviously, uh, we are more affected by a government shutdown than than any other part of the country. And it's just the height of irresponsibility that we're still at this part, this exact same situation again. The the latest report coming out this morning suggests that all these agencies could see their deadlines sort of just pushed back between a week to two weeks long here uh, come come the month of March. Is that what you're hearing? What is the likelihood that something is going to get done to at least extend things another couple of weeks and figure out some way to keep negotiating? Well, I think the what's called the CR will probably be the the path. But it's, again, the amount of money that we waste each time we go into a CR rather than a full funding, the amount of time that, you know, you you think about folks like the air traffic controllers, they have to start a couple weeks before a potential shutdown going through all these procedures um, that airspace or watching for our plane safety. Um, You have to prepare. You go by agency by agency. And I'm sure there are federal workers and contractors across the region who can echo this um, if they're listening. I had a bill, not very popular on the Hill, but it was, I think, amongst most uh, folks in the region that would get 90% approval called the Stop Stupidity Act. So that every time, if we had a government shutdown, the government would still get work and get function. The only people who wouldn't get paid would be Congress, their staff, the White House, and its staff. Any final thoughts before we move along? No, just the, the last, the final thought is the government shutdown is critical, but almost more important, we've got a historic decision and choice to make whether we're going to stand by our allies in Ukraine or allow Putin to be successful. Again, this is a situation where 
if the bill came to the floor in the House, it passed the Senate by 70 votes, it would get 300 votes in the House. And um, uh, we've Ukrainians have pushed back Russia for two years. My fear is if we don't stand with within two years because Putin will not stop at, at Ukraine and may uh, look to the Baltic states or Poland, which are NATO countries. That would be a disaster. Um, I, I feel almost more important than the shutdown is making sure we get this Ukraine aid passed. All right. Thank you so much, Senator. That is Virginia Senator Mark Warner joining us live this morning from Washington, where lawmakers are going to be quite busy here for the next few days. Let's get you caught up on traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Rita. Let's start out with an update on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge. There had been reports of some debris in one of the lanes. So they're now doing a traffic drag going across the eastbound span of the bridge. That's why you're going to find it a little slow from Sandy Point trying to get onto the eastbound span. While traffic is moving, you are moving slowly behind the vehicle that is currently looking for and trying to get the debris out of the roadway. The westbound span looks good with your lanes open. Westbound 50 also in good shape coming from the Bay Bridge and crossing the Severn River Bridge. You will slow in parole getting on to northbound I-97, but if you're continuing on westbound 50, that looks good until you slow trying to get onto the outer loop of the Beltway. Inside the Beltway, 50 slows from 410 headed on to New York Avenue or on to DC 295 all the way to Pennsylvania Avenue. The southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway delay is near Kenilworth Avenue, headed on to New York Avenue, and that delay will take you all the way across the Anacostia River, headed toward the light at Bladensburg Road. Now, the northbound parkway is where we're seeing a bit of an unusual delay off and on, coming from 450, headed to the Beltway. 198 near Brock Bridge Road was a report of a wreck. Southbound 95 still has the slowdowns coming off of the Baltimore Beltway, headed all the way toward Route 100. Now, that delay is easing back a bit, so not sure if they managed to remove the vehicle that was off the road to the right down the embankment, but that was causing a lot of distraction in the area. Westbound I-70 is still slow getting up South Mountain after the rest area. A single left lane still is all that gets by the crash. Find organics for less at Whole Foods Market. Get organic asparagus for three ninety nine per pound with Prime through March 5th while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. All right, 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. It's nice and warm outside. It's, well... Nice is relative. It's warm, but it's not. It's kind of dreary, too. What's going on the rest of the day and the next yeah, couple of days? Pre- <laughs> this is true. It's not the prettiest of days, that's for sure. We do have some radar uh, radar returns showing some light showers drifting up from Fredericksburg through Prince William, Manassas, and Centerville. A few light showers down through portions of southern Maryland. And uh, otherwise, just cloudy, a little bit uh, on the muggy side. Temperatures upper 50s, low 60s. Some passing showers over the next few hours here and there, but nothing too and. Important, nothing too intense, nothing too consequential. That'll happen later in the day. A cold front, a strong one coming through the Midwest, will make its way across the DMV. Probably between, I'd say, 3 and 7 o'clock is our time window, moving from west to east. With it, winds will pick up more intensely. There'll be gust potentially up to 40 50 miles per hour and some really intense rain bands driving right across the metro area as this frontal system pushes east in towards the uh, eastern shore that'll happen right in the smack dab in the middle of the rush be prepared for some slowdowns for sure a quarter to half an inch maybe three quarters of an inch in spots it's not a flooding rain although some isolated spots could have some heftier pockets there could be a few rumbles of thunder but not looking at widespread severe by any stretch of imagination but those winds will really pick up and behind it they will just make those temperatures tumble 
Wind advisory is in effect from 6 p.m. through late tonight through early tomorrow morning. We'll go from the 60s this afternoon to 20s by bedtime tonight. It'll be a frosty start to the day tomorrow with temperatures slowly rebounding only to 50 tomorrow. But with the winds, it'll feel much cooler. Plenty of sunshine, though. And then heading into your Friday, a mix of sun and clouds closer to 60. Near 60 or so for the weekend. Could be a spotty shower, too, as we head late Friday into Saturday. But still some question marks remain there. Bottom line is this afternoon is going to be rather active. So be prepared to uh, get, have a way to get your alerts. And just know that the evening rush could be a little bit troublesome. This morning is going to seem like a piece of cake, comparatively. 57 right now in Percival, 62 for our friends in Severn. Right now it is 63 in Dale City. Brian's forecast brought to you by Gutter Helmet. Safeguard your gutters from spring showers with Gutter Helmet from Lednor Home Solutions. 8885-HELMET. And up next, a new festival rocks the Kennedy Center. It's 823. At Uline, they know going the extra mile takes hard work. For companies pushing to go further, Uline will go the distance with you. 24-7, they answer the phone to get you the shipping and industrial supplies you need. Business can move fast. Unexpected large orders, adverse weather, new safety guidelines, and changing economic trends. Uline works hard keeping 41,000 items ready to ship, minimizing detours on your way to the extra mile. Visit Uline.com. Before you use AI to transform your agency, you need to begin with trust. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. It's Regency Furniture's President's Day Mattress Sale. Save up to $1,600 on Atlantic Bedding, Beautyrest, Serta, and Sealy mattresses and adjustable sets. Up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic. At WTOP, our listeners matter. Now we're coming up on a election year and we're going to be inundated. And one of the things I like most about TOP is I can trust their information. WTOP, Washington's top news. It's H- A24. Black History Month is about to transition into Women's History Month. WTOP's Jason Fraley reports the Kennedy Center is celebrating with the Black Girls Rock Festival. You know, it began five years ago now, and uh, we love D.C. Founder and DJ Beverly Bond invites you to the Vibes and Vinyl Party at Studio K. I got some of my really dope DJ friends. We have DJ Miss Her, we have DJ O.P. Miller, and then, of course, we have DJ Active, who is a superstar DJ for Janet Jackson, Nas, Kanye, you name it, he's done it. And then you have me. I'll never stop being a DJ. (laughs) You can also see her husband, Bizarre Royale, for free on Millennium Stage. He was signed to DMX for a number of years and Def Jam and now he's an independent artist. You know, he's got his own ghetto metal movement. See all the events on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. All right, Dave, pressing another tough one for the Capitals last night. And you know what? They've been playing very well as of late. Four wins in five games. Not so the case last night as they fall to Detroit 8-3, uh, falling behind early after allowing a pair of first-period goals, Tom Wilson. I mean, obviously not not good, not good enough. They were crucial points at the big time of year, so there's nothing to digest. It's not good enough. You know, next game's big. We just got to keep grinding forward, but this one's... Uh, 
disappointing for sure. In golf, when you post eight, it's called a snowman. Last night, not awesome. The most goals allowed by the Caps since April 1st of 2021 when they coughed up an eight-pack to the Islanders. NBA Wizards fall 123-112 to Golden State despite holding Steph Curry scoreless for the first half. You don't get bonus points for that, though. If you can't hold the rest of the team, he still finishes with 18 points on the night. Wiz have lost 12 straight. Exhibition baseball, the Nationals top Houston 10-3. Brady House and Robert Hassell the third hitting home runs for the Nats. 